You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to today's episode of the podcast. I am always so incredibly grateful uh, for all of our listeners, so thank you so much. This is episode 112, and I'm going to be diving into a topic that uh, has come up more and more as I dialogue with people, and I think it's a really important topic to dive into. I'm going to be answering the question, is it okay for me uh, to just skip church and just listen to or watch uh, the online live stream? Uh, or is it okay for me to not be a regular attender of church as long as I'm you know, listening to preaching on YouTube or podcasts, and as long as I've got some good Christian friendships, doesn't matter if I'm really a part of a local church, or is it okay for me to skip? Great, great question. I think it's really worth some of our time. Uh, before I dive into that, quick reminder to everyone, please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. This is really, really important. Maybe you stumbled across the podcast on social media. Maybe you're streaming this uh, in Facebook or Twitter or off the website. I want to highly encourage you to make sure you're subscribed. You can find the podcast on the podcast app on any of your Apple devices or on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, and any of the Android podcast catching apps. Any single app that can catch podcasts, you can find Theology for the rest of us. Uh, Whenever you are subscribed, it guarantees that every episode gets delivered directly to your device so you never miss a single episode. I want to highly encourage you, make sure that you are subscribed. The best way to do that is to head over to our website, theologyfortherestofus.com, and there you'll see a variety of buttons you can click that'll take you over to the appropriate places you can actually subscribe. All right, let's dive into uh, this very important topic about live streaming or preaching online versus you know being live uh, in a service. Th- this has come up a handful of times. I've had a few friends that say to me or ask me questions or say things like, you know, I don't really know anyone at church or you know, I, don't, I barely know these people. I attend church, but it's, sometimes it's just easier to just listen to the live stream. Do I need to go to church? Or, or recently, there's kind of a there's a relatively famous you know, um, a Christian author who recently, t- you know, as at a conference and talked quite a bit about the the idea that he doesn't really attend church uh, ever because he doesn't really like singing and he doesn't, he's not an auditory learner. He's more of a reader. And, um, and in his mind, he doesn't need to go to church, but he has a lot of great relationships with some of his friends and that we, we as people, we are the church. And so as long as we're hanging out and having good friendships, what's the point in going to a service? That's not for everyone. Um, you know, he, he basically says that Christians don't have to go to service as long as we have good Christian friendships. You know, we we are the church. The church is not a building. The church is a group of people. And as long as you're with those group of people, why does it matter if you actually attend a service? Uh, and I've had people ask me, you know, what do you think about these sorts of thoughts? Um, I think it's really important as we kind of grow, you know, as the millennial generation grows, the millennial generation is unique from, from several 
previous generations in that there's this stronger desire for organic relationship, or at least it seems that way. When you actually dig in and look at some of the research that's been done, it doesn't seem like millennials are all that better at relationships, or, or they're not that much more organic. Um, but at least at, at, at fa- or, uh, on face value, at the you know kind of surface level, it seems like millennials are better at that or long for that more than previous generations. Uh, and so this question comes up. And then, of course, with the advent of technology and the availability of sermons online and things like that, this question comes up uh, quite a bit. And you see many more churches with live streaming. Um, you know, I remember 10, 12 years ago, uh, there were only a handful of churches that I knew of that were doing that. You know, some of the bigger churches, um, you know, really, as you go back to the 90s, almost no one was doing it. I mean, there was really very few that were doing that. And so with the advent, obviously, with the Internet, with podcasting um, and, and a variety of media forums, uh, many different sermons and live streaming have come on, you know, have become much more prevalent. Even even smaller churches have a lot of media outlets now and make their preaching available. So the question is, is it OK for me to listen to live streaming? Um, I would say occasionally it's fine. You know, if you're sick or you're out of town, it's probably okay on, on, a, on a, you know, on a somewhat basis. If for some reason you can't make it to church and you really don't want to miss it, live streaming it, no doubt is good. Um, when it comes to YouTube sermons or podcasting, um, things of that nature, it's perfectly okay as long as it's, it's a supplement to your life, all right? Um, as long as your primary preaching or teaching is not coming from YouTube or a podcast or, or some other media outlet. Um, if you attend a church locally where you live and you're a part of a church, but you just want some additional teaching to supplement your life and you want to listen to a John Piper or a Matt Chandler or who, you know, insert your favorite preacher or whatever, that, that's totally cool. I listen to supplemental preaching on a regular basis. And so uh, that's totally great. Obviously, this podcast you're listening to this this should be a supplement. This should not be the primary, uh, you know, way that you're feeding your spiritual life. I sure hope this podcast is not that. My hope is this podcast is is a supplement to that which you already have. Um, and so that's really important. It's perfectly okay to live stream or to get preaching online uh, as long as it's in addition to. You know, the, whatever you're getting, whatever feeding you're getting from the local congregation that you are part of. Now, some people push back on the concept of even being a part of church. Some people say, well, the church is not a building. The church is not a service. The church is a gathering of people, right? We are the church. We as believers in Jesus, we are the church, which is true. Like the actual definition of the church is the the gathering of people, like the group of people that are followers of Jesus. We are the assembly. We are the church. That is important. That is true. However, there are elements that are expected of us as believers, right? Some people say, well, as long as you're just having out, hanging out and having relationships, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, some people even say, well, listen, I listen to preaching online. I have a, I have a worship CD in my car. I hang out with Christians. That's enough. I don't really have to be a part of an institutional church. Um, but as we look in scripture, uh, the church gathering has certain things, certain elements to it. As we, as we look throughout the new Testament, we see that the church, the, the Christians, the, the, the group of people that were followers of Jesus came together on a regular basis and they were marked by certain things. They were all followers of Jesus. They came together. They worshipped together. And there were two things always present when they came together in worship. They were There was the right preaching of the word. So they came together to hear preaching or teaching. And secondly, there was always the right administration of the sacraments. 
Now, when we talk about worship, worshiping, there's a variety of different forms of worshiping. There's different ways we can worship, right? There's way we can sing, which is a very prevalent and common way in which we worship. Uh, there's prayer. There's testimonies. There's forms of discussions. Like, there's a variety of different ways that we can worship. But in general, the church is expected to come together on a regular basis uh, for worship. And in that worship, even though it may look different from church to church and there's different forms of worship, there's always two things that should be a part of that. One is the, the, the preaching of the word and the administration of the sacraments. That That is always a part of the church service. That should always be a part of the gathering. Now, you don't have to go to an institutional church or a traditional church, right? There's a lot of different forms of churches, um, you know, in the United States, the house church movement is growing very rapidly. And I think that's very, uh, I think that's a, a form of church that lots of people may like or gravitate towards. So rather than going to a church building or having a more traditional or, or more institutional form of church, you come together with a more informal group of people. Maybe, you know, there's 10, 20, 30 people, whatever. They come together in a house. But again, in that gathering, there should be a group of people, a group of believers that are coming together to worship and that two elements that should be included are, are some sort of teaching uh, from the word and some sort of sacrament, some sort of administration of the sacraments. And we're talking about the sacraments, we're typically talking about communion and baptism, of course. Um, and so again, there's, there's a variety of different forms of church. And, and churches even vary from culture to culture, right? Like what happens in Texas is going to vary dramatically from what happens in northern India, right? What happens in Vietnam is going to be very different than what ha happens here at my church in Orlando, Florida. Like, there's going to be different versions of church. There's going to be different flavors. It's going gonna, it's gonna to even shift dramatically from place to place or even from time period to time period. But the things that, should always, that always matters is that there's a group of believers that come together to worship. There's preaching, there's teaching, and then there's the administration of the sacraments. In most cases, that's going to be uh, communion and then obviously occasionally baptism as you have new believers coming into the fold. Um, the also important thing to remember is that we as believers, we as Christians, we are called to live in community, which means we're called to have relationships with one another and to be committed to one another. That we're to have relationships. We should be hanging out. So those people who are saying, well, the church is not a church gathering. The church is not a building. It's, it's all about relationships. There's actually a lot of truth to that. And I, I agree with that to a large extent. We as Christians should be living our lives together. We should be doing stuff together throughout the course of the week, not just on Sunday morning, right? Or wherever, whenever your church meets. If you're not doing that, then you're missing out on living life in community. You should be doing stuff together. Whatever your regular life consists of, you should be having people who love Jesus. We should, you should be doing that together in some way. There should be some overlap between the people you worship with at a church service and the people you actually live your life with. And oftentimes there is a disconnect. And that's where people sometimes go, well, I'm not even living my life. Like these people on Sunday morning, I'm not living my life with them. Why do I worship with them? And then, and then sometimes the response is, well, I'm not going to go worship with them. But I think that's the wrong response. The right response is, well, I'm not living my life with these people that I'm worshiping with. Well, I need to go start living my life together. Like, like, and the reality is like sometimes that's going to be hard, but it's worth it. It's valuable to having quality Christ-honoring friendships and relationships that are intermingled throughout your life. It's important that you don't just go to service with people on a Sunday morning, but that you actually live life together. 
There's a lot of different things you can do. Maybe your church has a bunch of different services, so you, you don't end up knowing the people. What I would recommend you do is build relationships with people in your church and go all worship together. Say, hey, we're all going to go to the 9 o'clock. We're all going to go to the 11 o'clock. We're all going to you know try to sit near each other and worship together. And maybe before and after the service, we're going to pray together. I, mean, I want to worship alongside of the people that I'm living my life with. And again, it's going to vary. It's going to look different. There's a lot of outliers. There's a lot of different ways to do church. I'm not saying you have to go to an official established church every Sunday morning. I'm just saying that if all you have is friendships, you're missing something. That there is a biblical mandate to come together and to worship. The other thing you miss out on if you're only live streaming or if you're only listening to preaching uh, on a a podcast or something like that is you're not listening to preaching that's contextualized to you. So like, you know, if you live in Orlando, Florida, how the gospel applies to you and how it infiltrates your life is going to be different than if you live in Vancouver, Washington, right? Or if you live in Toronto, Ontario, like it's going to be different. So if you have a pastor or elder who is teaching the word rightly, who knows you or knows your context or knows your congregation, they can preach to you in your context, which is more valuable than if you have someone who doesn't know you or doesn't know your context and is preaching to their local context, right? Someone who's in Seattle is preaching to people who live in Seattle. Well, that may or may not perfectly apply to you exactly. Like, obviously, if it's good preaching, there's going to be gospel truth that you can learn from. And again, you can supplement that to your life. But the primary feeding should come from an elder or a preacher who knows you or knows your context. And you should be obviously reading the Bible on a regular basis, feeding yourself, and you should have great quality Christian relationships with people you're living life with that you can feed one another and challenge one another, that you can dialogue about the sermon you both heard that week and how it applies to your lives. It's okay to live stream on occasion. It's perfectly okay to listen to to preaching outside of your own local Local church, but there's so many great values to coming together, hearing the word together, worshiping together, being committed to one another, living life in community and in 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 uh, covenant together, being under uh, quality shepherding and leadership from a local congregation, and, and doing it in such a way that that really allows you to flourish in relationships and in the community in which you live. If you don't, if you're not a part of a healthy church, or if you don't have quality relationships with other believers, if you're not worshiping with other believers on a regular basis, there there's an element to the Christian life that you are missing out on, and your Christian life will not be as fulfilled as it could be because you're not necessarily living within the ideal design that God has for the church. So is it okay to listen to live streaming? Is it okay on occasion to, to skip church if for some reason there's there's something that comes up? Sure, absolutely. Life happens, right? There's going to be moments where that's appropriate and it's perfectly okay to supplement your life with additional preaching, um, but you really ought to be living your life with other believers and then worshiping with them in community, um, you know, s- serving together as a part of a local congregation and in some way or another, whether that's a, an institutional church, more of a house church, but some sort of structure that allows for you to come together to worship, to hear the preaching of the word, and to have the sacraments, communion, and baptism uh, rightly administered. And then that same group of people living life together on mission for the gospel. That is the church, and we all need to be a part of that. It is in our best interest and the best interest of the church for all of us to be a part of that. 
Hey, if you're listening to this and you don't have a great quality church in the area you live, do me a huge favor. Shoot me an email. I would love to dialogue with you and love to help you. I've got friends all over the country. I'm connected to several networks. Um, I, I think maybe I might be able to help you, and I can't guarantee it, obviously. But but please feel free to shoot me an email. Would love to dialogue with you. I maybe help you find a congregation or a group of people. Uh, whether that's an institutional church or a house church or some other format, but some group of people that you can worship with and you can you can live life together in you know in gospel centric community would love to help you with that. Please shoot me an email. Also, if you have a question about anything I've said in this episode, maybe you want some clarity, maybe you disagree with something, uh, please feel free to shoot me an email. Or maybe you have a question or a topic you'd like me to address on the podcast. Even if it's completely unrelated to this one, that's totally cool. Please feel free to shoot me an email. Regardless of which category you're in, if you want to shoot me an email, uh, please feel free to do so. The best email address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at Theology for the rest of us.com. The other place we connect with me uh, is on Twitter. I love to connect with people there and I tweet a lot. Would love to be able to, uh, you know, correspond with you there. Feel free to find me. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. That's K E N N E T H O R T I Z. I'm Kenny Ortiz and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. <laughs>